peace welcome everybody and uh thank you for tuning in to this new podcast kill religion kill religion i am your host yasir allah uh, proud representative of the nation of gods and earths or commonly known as the five percent um or five percent nation what have you um so this is my first episode not quite sure what I'm doing here. This is my first time stepping into the podcast arena. Uh, hopefully you'll go on this journey with me. Um, the title of the podcast, Kill Religion. Kill Religion. What do I mean by that? Um, I did want to pick something catchy and provocative. You know, something that might be a little bit controversial. Uh, but I think that it's important. And I was I was inspired... I was really, really, as I thought about it, I was first inspired to talk about this idea, kill religion, back in college. Back in college, um, I served as the vice president for the Black Student Union at DePaul University in Chicago um, for a short period of time. I was the vice president there. In, in the Black Student Union, and I was actually in charge of, of putting together a, uh, a black men's forum, you know, a black men's discussion forum, and it had started out, um, it was supposed to have been like two or three uh, black male faculty members, and then it was going to be two or three black male students, um, and we were just going to talk about, you know, issues that we felt were pertinent and important to the black community um, and the black student body and, you know, from a black male's perspective. And so uh, not, not only was I in charge of uh, putting that together um, along with some of the other partners that I, was, that I was working with, I was also in charge of coming up with the uh, questions, you know, with, with the topics topics for discussion and one of the topics that I had I still remember it was is religion hurting or helping the black community and the reason that I had come to that conclusion back then was because I was thinking about black Americans and our relationship in our experience with religion um, through slavery up until present day, right? And there's so many different facets to it, man. I mean, when you think about how the first slaves, uh, you know, came over here, you know, I mean, it's, it's been talked that, you know, the slaves that, that came over here um, were were Islamic um, as we know well not everybody knows but if you're familiar with black American history at all you know that in the south um, there's I don't know how much of it is still going on today but I know that you know you know back in the day a couple generations back you know there was a significant amount of our people that were still dealing with you know um, Vodun or voodoo you know, type of you know practices, 
you know, and if you know anything about Vodun or Voodoo, uh, then you know that it's actually a a uh, a combination of different you know spiritual beliefs and ideas from the from the different tribes of Africans that came over here during slavery and all met up here on these shores of America. And so, um, but a lot of those things were practiced in secret. And that's why a lot of times you, you like if you look in like a Santeria, um, where, you know, some of our people are still, you know, dealing with that, they live in, you know, uh, a lot of places in South America. Um, it has a lot of uh, Catholic, you know, or, you know, um, ideas in it. You know, Catholicism um, involved in there as well. Um, and those things are and those things are still very prevalent um, in in Santeria or Vodun practice. And um, you know, so so yeah, so you know, I, I just kind of wanted to explore these different ideas of you know how we deal with religion in our communities um what is it really doing for us is it a help or is it a hindrance uh in my educated opinion it's a hindrance um i think that religion in and of itself no matter what religion it is um well i can't say that because there there's some things out there that um on a surface level are considered religions but they're not really religious in practice, if you can understand what I mean. Like, for example, Buddhism, for example. Buddhism um, is considered, you know, a religion, but it's really not a religion. You know, it, it's really not, it's, it's really absent of a lot of things that are present in the, uh, the big three. You know, the big three being Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. Um, so, you know, so I, I can't really say uh, all things, you know, religion or whatever. Um, also, too, you got different, you know, philosophical or, you know, cultural ideas out there that also get mixed up for religion as well. Even even my cultural or ideological framework that I identify with, you know, being part of the nation of gods and earths, many times gets lumped in there with being just another pro-black religion. Um, I should probably, you know, I'm also gonna explain this too. Uh, you heard when we first started the podcast, you know, I came in the name of Yasir Allah. So the name Allah in and of itself um, gives a religious connotation because people are familiar with Allah being, you know, the name of the God of Islam. Allah in and of itself predates the religion of Islam. If you research the history on the term Allah, uh, there was actually, um, Allah was actually the name of the supreme God over a multitude of gods that were worshipped in pre-Islamic uh, Africa, Eastern Africa, right? You know, East, you know, Northern Africa, you know, in the, these different parts of, you know, that, that continent. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we deal with, you know, Allah, uh, from a perspective of, you know, being, you know, arm, leg, leg, arm, head, um, as an acronym signifying as Allah being the original man. 
um, you know, um, also breaking down Adam, you know, a lot of the original man. Uh, so, you know, I mean, but that's, that's probably a conversation for another time. I just wanted to lend some clarity to that, you know, before somebody says, man, you got a, you got a, a show title, Cure Religion, and, and you carrying the name of law. Well, you know, what's, well, what's that about? So I just wanted to lend some gravity to that. Um, you know, I'm sure there's some people out there that still have questions about that anyway, and that's something we can get into, you know, as the, uh, as the podcast continues. Uh, so... You know, um, what else? Well, what else? And also, too, uh, you know, what, what, what really what really got me in wanting to do this was I have a I'm involved in a um, in a text group. You know, I have a text group with uh, some of my some of my closest friends. You know, it's about, you know, four. Let me see, it's about five of us. Yeah, it's five of us. So it's five of us that are engaged in this, you know, text group where, you know, pretty much on a daily basis, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll post, you know, information and, you know, different topics, different things going on in the world, and, you know, just talk about different things. And, um, uh, you know, quite often it, it can kind of get into a religious conversation. And um, I'll be I'll be upfront and say that that probably has a lot to do with me. I think, um, yeah, I, I I definitely say that it has a lot to do with me because you know a lot of times we'll be talking about these issues that's going on in the black community, and many times I wanna I always call out the church. I call out the church and I, I always call the church to task because of the the foothold that the church has in the black community like it's it's the center of everything as far as black as far as black Americans go really like in in, in reality like it's the only you know, really black institution that we have. And that's very unfortunate. You know, that's that's very, very unfortunate. I don't know how uh, black people expect to compete, you know, when the only institution that we're interested in building up or supporting you know, not only with our participation, but with our finances, is the church. I don't know how we expect to compete. You know, um, you can't you can't galvanize a group of black people to get behind purchasing a group of properties in a distressed area and repairing that neighborhood. You can't galvanize a group of black people to take their money out of J.P. Morgan Chase or Bank of America or Citibank and put their money in a black-owned bank. You can't galvanize a group of black people today to boycott a a racist company or whatever just like this thing that just just happened with H&M 
where they put you know the coolest monkey in the jungle on that on that on that young black boy you know with that sweatshirt even his mother seems to be cool with it you know the internet is all up in arms about it but her mother seems to be fine you know it's just it's crazy so you know I, I take the church to task because I feel like if the church is gonna have that type of position in the black community then it also has a responsibility to the black community to do more you know to do more why isn't the black church out on the front lines fighting against police brutality you know why isn't the black church out on the front lines trying to start schools you know uh, schools with with a with a with a with a focus on black history and 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 self-esteem for our children you know now I'm not trying to pass the buck or anything. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to neglect my responsibility or things that I could be doing in my community to make things better. All I'm just saying is that if the black church is going to be that powerful in the black community, it should be doing much more than preparing our people for <laughs> for uh, a better life in death when nobody has returned from the grave to tell the living whether that's true or not I think that that's I think that that's a waste you know I think that I think that the only time that we know of is the present and I think that it's very uh, disrespectful to life to focus all of your efforts on trying to get to a better place in death especially when it comes to worshiping you know what we like to call a mystery god right you know a mystery god meaning something that's unseen something that's not present that's not active that's not doing anything that's a mystery god you know um I got into a conversation with you know some of my some of my some of my guys through the text message, you know, yesterday, you know, we got into this conversation again. And you know, I, I flat out told him, I said, you know, I don't mean any disrespect. Um, because you know, you know, these are all of my friends, you know. I don't mean any disrespect, but I don't see anything empowering in a school of thought that teaches people. So I said that I don't see anything empowering in a school of thought that teaches people that you can't achieve anything of value or do anything of value to affect your world and the world around you without the agency or assistance of something immaterial that exists beyond human comprehension. I don't see anything empowering in that. And you know, and you know our lessons, you know, tell us that the Son of Man has searched for this mystery God for, for trillions of years. You know, the, the Son of Man has searched for this God and has been unable to find this mystery God. So we agree that the only God is the Son of Man and lost no more time searching for that which does not exist. So 
those of us that came into the knowledge of ourselves, we got to a point where we said, you know what? You know, we, we tried this mystery God for food, clothing, and shelter. And we were given nothing but hard times, nakedness and thrown out of doors, right? You know, so you know, we, we didn't we, we didn't we didn't get nothing in return, you know, praying and and, 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 and appealing, you know, to this God who has never shown any interest in our affairs or the things that we suffer with on a day-to-day -day basis. So why should he continue to get our praise and worship? You know? Um, that's 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 crazy to me. That's crazy to me, you know. I mean I, I know that I know that uh, you know some of my friends, you know, that are religious, they they think I'm crazy. You know, I know they think I'm crazy. And you know they probably they probably worry about my soul, you know. But what's so funny about religion is that somebody who's not of their religion is wondering the same thing about them. Right? You know, you know, some of my guys are Christians, so somebody who's a Muslim is looking at them saying the same thing, like, oh, I feel bad for you. <laughs> you know, I feel bad for you. You know, you caught up in that heathen religion. You know, I feel bad for your soul. It's crazy. It's crazy. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up tonight. You know, just wanted to uh, give you all a little bit of an introduction uh, as to some of the things that we're, we're going to be dealing with on this podcast. We're going to be doing interviews. You know, we're going to be talking to some interesting people. Um, we're going to be doing, you know, reviews on books. We're going to be doing reviews on documentaries. Um, you know, we're going to be talking about other social issues. Uh, and, you know, we're going to have some fun. You know, we're going to have some fun, too. I, I don't want everything to be so serious. You know, I don't want everything to be so serious. So, you know, share it. Like the podcast. Uh, tell a friend about it. Um, share it on social media. Put other people on to it. And, um, you know, we're going to have some fun. Peace.